You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. And thank you so much for everyone for tuning in to another episode of Earth Oddity. This is John. I'm Tiny. Together we are the bad boys of Southern evangelical humor. We are the unofficial, the unauthorized, and the unappreciated voices of Southern Baptists across the nation. We thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you. That was quite the <laughs> intro. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we're here to bring you some of the best and choicest <laughs> weird news stories this week. I have several good ones. Got a vegan who got shot. That happens it from time to time. I got a vegan. Oh, you got a vegan, too? I got a vegan, too. Nice. Nice. And uh, there was a huge hide-and-seek game at an Ikea that the police broke up, so that's pretty cool. And why don't we go ahead and start there? Well, first, being polite, how has your week been? It's been pretty good. How was your week? Um, but Pretty crappy. But <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that. Pretty crappy. I've had to drive you know, two hours one way to work at a store. We had a guy who's out. Um and so that's added an extra four hours to every day, which has put me in a car alone with my thoughts for an extra, what, 20 hours this week. Wow. Yeah. That's not a good thing. Not You don't want me to be alone with my thoughts. <laughs> so, yeah. Sounds like a good time to catch up on some podcasts. I did. I listened to every one of them, really. Listen to hours. Good. And, uh, and the only other one I listened to, I've got all episodes <laughs> listened to. I'm up. I'm I'm up to date on my podcast. Awesome. Listen to about all the music that I have too. So yeah. But let's start out here with this story from Yahoo Finance, the leading hide and seek story a news source. And it says police foil a three thousand person hide and seek game at an IKEA. How many people? Three thousand. How do you get 3,000 people in an Ikea? <laughs> well, it's easy to get lost in Ikea, they say. I've never been in an Ikea. The typical store is about 300,000 square feet, and it's spread out over multiple floors. And the world's largest Ikea is a 700,000 square feet. So wow. massive Ikea warehouse stores overflowing with nooks and crannies and acres of faux bedrooms, closets, kitchens, and storage areas have proven all too tempting over the years for people eager to play absolutely epic games of hide and seek. That does sound like a lot of fun. It kind of really does. <laughs> I know. I, I'm kind of sad that I didn't get an invite to this. Well, the plague of IKEA hide and seek surfaced over the weekend at its huge store in Glasgow, Scotland. Police were called after being alerted to some 3,000 people on Facebook uh, who said they planned to mob the store for hide and seek. 
five police officers remained at the Ikea store in Glasgow for most of the day on Saturday. So they were basically planning an Area 51 raid. <laughs> I was about to say, they were, this was the practice room. Yes, right. <laughs> we got to quit planning this stuff on Facebook, guys. I, I mean, we need to get a, like a text thread or maybe go on like uh, WhatsApp or something like I that. I mean, some there are some people who believe that Russian... Operatives, yeah, swung the election on Facebook. True, that's so right. Maybe we shouldn't be planning our top secret raids on yes. Facebook. Um, so the cops were there to gauge whether suspicious-looking customers were browsing for the perfect spot to hide, or genuinely pondering if a rug matched their living room. People are stopping everyone who looks like they are here for a game of hide and seek. Someone said. IKEA says its stores cannot host hide and seek games because of health and safety issues. We need to make sure people are safe and that it's ha- that's hard if we don't know where they are, an IKEA <laughs> spokesperson said. <laughs> IKEA officially banned hide-and-seek in 2015. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I didn't know that either. During the months before the ban, uh, the ban was instu- instituted, tens of thousands of people had signed up online to play hide-and-seek at IKEA stores in Europe including a retail warehouses in Amsterdam and Prague. IKEA had to officially ban hide-and-seek at stores in Australia, too. So this is apparently a problem. <laughs> There's no IKEAs around here, are there? Well, there was one that was up there uh, kind of above Walmart on Skyland. Wasn't oh, that an real? IKEA store? No, that's a Pier 1. Oh, that's totally different. You're right. Yeah, right. That Pier is one. way Pier 1's like where rich people get accessories for their house. <laughs> okay, yeah. gotcha. It seems like the IKEA hide and seek phenomenon hasn't hit the U.S., or at least people haven't been busted for playing in stores. Well, I think Americans are just better at hide and go seek. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. We have to hide from the cops and stuff all the time. Uh, and maybe that's just because the hiders are so good and the seekers are so subtle, subtle their games haven't been detected. So, anyways. Also that and Americans love freedom. That's right. Yeah. You know, so Well, maybe we're smarter that. at planning stuff, you know? <laughs> too. I mean, maybe we are. I have seen, like, Thomas, I don't know, one of the YouTube channels he follows years ago, he showed me they were going in Walmarts and making forts inside of the toilet paper displays <laughs> and seeing how long they could hide in there without anybody, you know, finding them and stuff, <laughs> right. which I thought was pretty inventive. <laughs> yeah. You know, of course, the old man in me was like, that's unnecessary. You know, I had to act <laughs> like I was, you know, so Thomas would never try that or anything. But know? secretly, you're like, that looks pretty yeah, fun. it looks pretty cool, you know, because they were like, go get a camping chair over in the camping section <laughs> yeah. and head over to the toilet paper displays. They're just sitting there comfortably and all. Were they ever able to, like, get a TV in there? Or? No, I don't think so. <laughs> But I'm confident I could live inside a Walmart without people. It's been done. It yeah, yeah there was that one lady, that right. homeless lady that lived there for what three months. Yeah, and I've said before, like my plan when Deidre leaves me is to be homeless and <laughs> yeah. go and live behind a Walmart in the woods or something, and then I can just go in whenever I need to freshen up or shoplift <laughs> some toothpaste or whatever else I need to do. Uh, anyways, if you're planning on going to a hide and seek at IKEA. Don't plan it on Facebook, and just be aware you may get in trouble with the law. Well, when you get in trouble with the law for playing hide-and-go-seek in an Ikea furniture store, 
what does that entail? Do they just tell you to I leave? I don't know. What if, what if you get drugged to jail and you know, like <laughs> throw you in the cell and the guy's like, what are you in for? You're like, I'm playing hide and seek at Ikea. <laughs> I would love the dude, get, he gets drugged off to jail and tossed in there for playing hide and go seek. But then the guard is like, oh, wait, I need to get your signature on something. He comes back and the dude's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just so good. Yeah. I, I mean... I would be down. I like hide and seek. I'm actually a really good hide and seek player, yeah. by the way. I had a killer spot at the old house where no one <laughs> could ever find me. I hadn't found one here yet, but we hadn't played a good game. So I'll say this. I mean, you take a look at me and you're like, okay, that dude, he can't sneak. But every now and then I like to get my sneak on. You're a little stealthy. <laughs> you got some stealth to you. I like it. I'm slow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But... Well, the kids play... I can make very little noise if I need to. They were like, when all the kids come on, Libby had like four screaming girls here last night mm-hmm. and they play like hide and seek but they'll go hide but then they try to run back to a base you know while yeah that person, ruins hide and go seek yeah the whole point is to stay there <laughs> as long as you can and yeah. they didn't they didn't understand that so i didn't want to play by those rules i was gonna say especially in the ages in the age of smartphones yeah i can hide forever yeah right until my phone until needs my to recharge battery goes dead <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> well anyway let's move on to this next story Voters in California's 36th congressional district have a novel opportunity. They could switch their representative without having the bother of having to learn a new name. Ah. Representative Raul Ruiz wrested his inland California district from a Republican in 2012 and has coasted to double-digit victories in the past two elections. But a new Republican challenger could create some unusual trouble for the incumbent Democrat. His name is also Raul Ruiz. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Trump will go to no links. I mean, he's just pulling out all the stops now. <laughs> if Republicans wanted to recruit someone with immediate name identification, it doesn't get any better than That's this. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I know. <laughs> In one corner, we have Representative Raul Ruiz, a 47-year-old doctor who has solidified his grip on his seat over the better part of a decade in Congress. Mm-hmm. In the years since winning his office, he's carved out a left-of-center path, supporting party tenants like Obamacare while eschewing progressive banter issues like single-payer health care. On the other, we have Republican hopeful Raul Ruiz, (laughs) a 57-year-old construction contractor who abandoned a local government run ahead of the 2018 election and is using his campaign website to assail AOC and the radical liberals who want to use handouts to keep people dependent on the government. Oh, wow. So he's (laughs) he's friends with some people I know on Facebook. All right. I want to give the citizens another option, the GOP Ruiz said in an interview with Politico, arguing that the elected Ruiz has a scant record of policy accomplishments during his time in Congress. Obviously, that is going to create some confusion. To whose benefit or regret, I don't know, he added, of the identical names. (laughs) (laughs) While the incumbent Ruiz has formally faced challenges from Republican elected officials, the Republican Ruiz is a political neophyte. He was a candidate for city council in Paris, Paris last year, last cycle. But withdrew before the election after learning he didn't meet the residency requirements. Wow. So. Well, you think he was just sitting around and was like, well, I got the same name as this dude. I might as well go for it. I mean, it's not a bad plan. Again, I'm not from that district. I don't know the issues or what's important to people who live in that district. Well, we're straight Republican (laughs) podcast right here. Straight ticket. (laughs) Well, I was just going to say, if I was one of those 
Ruiz right. guys, then I would change my name to Good Ruiz. Because <laughs> you, know? you don't want to vote for the bad one. Right, you? yeah. You don't want to be with the bad one. <laughs> but like I said earlier, we were discussing this. It's going to confuse some people who aren't smart enough to identify the party designation right. on each on the ballot. Which, Which I, I imagine there's, there's a bunch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? I imagine California just put anybody on the ballot, you know? <laughs> or how about this? What if you were the Republican candidate, but you changed your name to Democratic candidate Raul Ruiz? <laughs> or like, Raul, <laughs> you're the Republican candidate, but you changed your name to Ra, Raul Ruiz D? Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just to win just, the election. Just the initial D. <laughs> there by the side of it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe we're on to something here, you know? We need to find a conservative named uh, Hillary Clinton (laughs) to see what happens. (laughs) I don't know. I bet you that'd still get voted down. I don't think that would turn out any better. (laughs) Patriarchy won't let that happen. Everybody knows that. Patriarchy's anti all you know, that. I tweeted uh, Retro Rewind podcast and asked if this was any of Francisco's kinfolk. Oh yeah, it could be. He didn't. He didn't answer. So. Oh wow, <laughs> downer. Which big announcement? Tiny has found me on Twitter. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't know if that was you or not. I thought that was That's you. Totally but... me. <laughs> the only one's got a few Birmingham Iron tweets on there. I was trying to win some t-shirts, like retweets of Birmingham Iron stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, I can't remember what I, I was in the middle of something and I pulled my phone out to like check the time and it, it was like Earth Oddity Podcast has followed you on Twitter. And I was like, I did like a no. <laughs> put my phone back in my pocket. I even set notifications so that if you say anything, it immediately dings okay. my phone. All I do is reply to people. So, well, it's going to ding my phone. That's fine. You can come check all of them out. It's fine. I mean, uh, I might get a little salty on there every once in a while, a little, little edgy, but most of it's pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, if you're out there listening, follow the Earth Oddity podcast and you have a greater chance of finding me. Yeah. On Twitter. Like, it's like hide and seek in the it Twitter is. world. It is. You know? Now you'll have to comb through, I don't know, 500 yeah. Twitter accounts to Maybe. find him. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to have to create a new Twitter now if more people find <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. And just yeah. never say anything to anyone. It's going to be okay because, you know, I found you, but I'm like a super sleuth. Like, yeah. Nobody else is going to be able to find you. Probably not. They're all amateurs. No, they're they're probably not even going to try. They're listening to this right now. They're not. No. They're not swiping up on the screen and closing out the app and open up their Twitter app and looking for you. No. They're not even going to try. They it. won't even leave us a review. No. You think they're going to come try to find me? <laughs> no. I just don't need like you know my kin folks finding me or anything. So, <laughs> um, well, let's move on here. We had a really incredible feat that happened in the world this week. A woman who was seventy three years old becomes the oldest ever to give birth after reportedly having twins. Wow. 73 years old. Man. Think about what happens to make a baby. <laughs> and think about a 73-year-old lady. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, a woman age 73 has reportedly given birth to twin girls in eastern India. Doctors... In the East Indian state of, oh, you're going to love this, Andhra Pradesh, 
have claimed the woman's age makes her the world's oldest ever to give birth after they reportedly delivered the twins by cesarean section on Thursday following a successful IVF treatment. Totally discounting Sarah from the Bible, by the way, giving her this record. You know, totally, totally not even thinking about her. I mean, you know, played a major part in founding not one, but two major world religions. Exactly. (laughs) Um, According to the BBC's uh, Telugu service, who spoke to the doctor, the woman and her husband, she is 73 years old. But according to reports by the Hindustan Times and Indo-Asian News Service, which reportedly spoke to both the family of the doctor, the woman is 74. Oh, wow. Yeah, you thought it was going to go down. <laughs> well, to be fair, she could have been 73 when she got pregnant. Yeah, true, so, true. I mean, you, you're right. feeling way better when you're 73. Yeah. You're a whole year younger. <laughs> right. You know. Get your whole life in front of you. <laughs> Which I was glad to read that it was an IVF impregnation instead of your standard. Because she could have damaged a hip or something, you know? <laughs> when you give birth at 73... Do you bother starting like a college education fund or do you just add more life insurance? I don't know. But I will say this. She's going to be insufferable on Facebook with all the pictures of the baby. Just, I mean, insufferable. This is going to be an Instagram too. Just going to clog up everybody's feed with every first little, you know, oh, look at my baby girls in their first diaper. I can't wait to see all the video montages. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uncertainties over exact ages are common in India, or many people do not have birth certificates. Either way, her age makes her a continued contender to be the oldest woman to have ever have given birth. Um, Iramati Mangayama nailed it. Told BCU Telugu, "It's the happiest time of my life." And she quoted and quoted by she was quoted by the Indo Asian News Service as saying, "God has answered our prayers." Oh, yeah. Well, all right. She seems like happiest a good Christian. time of her life. Yeah, she's she's got a lot to compare to. So yeah, I think I that's saying something. That is. That is. She said she had seen many doctors before her and her husband, Sitarama Rahayo, found success. Mister Rahayo told the BBC Telegru he was very happy. Everything is the work of doctors. Oh, give credit to God there. Mm. He has a slightly different worldview than his wife. Problematic. Probably why she hadn't been sleeping with you for 70-something years. This is why they had to go in vitro. Yep. The mothers and the babies are doing well, lead doctor Uma Sankar said. Thank you, Uma, for having an easy-to-pronounce name. According to SWNS, Dr. Sankar and Mrs. Managaya Mama. <laughs> what did you call me? What'd you say about my mama? That's pretty much how it's spelled. <laughs> Had no major health issues during the pregnancy or delivery. Uh, the doctor said, as she is old, she cannot release eggs. So we got eggs from a donor and collected sperm from her husband. Oh, that don't count. Old boy still had some bullets in the holster, though. You know? Yeah. I mean, what? Impressive. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that either. Hit a crank one down for her. All right. Good job. Uh, luckily, she conceived in her first cycle itself, and she was found to be pregnant this January. 
It was a, it was smooth, and there were no health complications. Each baby is weighing approximately two kilograms, and both babies are healthy. I don't know how much kilograms are in America. <laughs> we weigh things by bald eagles. <laughs> yeah, my my child my children weighed three bald eagles when they were born. So. <laughs> I don't think she will have any major health issues in the post-delivery period, she said. And in addition to Mrs. Managaya Mama's exact age being unclear, there are similar mixed reports about her husband's age. The BBC says he is 82. 82 is still putting him out there. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, big guy. All right. Um, and the uh, another news service says he's 80 years old. Um, according to a separate report by the BBC, Mr. Rajeo suffered a stroke on Friday, the day after the twins were born, and he's being treated in the hospital. Well, at least he was there at the hospital. When yeah, it was a little too much for him. I, <laughs> I mean, all I was feeling faint during all of mine too. <laughs> too. Um, says in 2016, an Indian woman from Punjab who believes she was 70 gave birth to her first child after receiving two years of IVF treatment. She's no longer the record holder. Oh, wow. I'd place a call to her today if I was at that lady. <laughs> like, that's sorry about taking your record. I'm 73. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hate that for you. How are your kids doing? Everybody fine? I had twins. Do you win a prize if you're the oldest I don't know. person? I don't know. I mean, it seems like there there's really some... Uh, competition for the record over there probably so uh, maybe maybe that's like a status symbol or something maybe i don't know but have we pushed medicine too far <laughs> you know like can we just go hey look you you're 73 i don't know i think we haven't pushed medicine far enough <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking like you know what if some 74 year old lady's like i want to get a breast implants or something you know like we just need to make does, a cut off i was about to say does the, does the check clear if the Probably. check clears, I say install them. It's weird, tiny, <laughs> a little weird. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, you know what they say about that, right? What's that? You know, if you've seen one pair, you want to see the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to congratulate these twins um, for being born and being orphaned in about five to ten years because your parents died, <laughs> and you know. Maybe there'll be a nice Southern Baptist couple from Alabama adopt you. <laughs> I hope that maybe it'll be John. Yep, it could be. <laughs> could be. Hope it be some of my rich friends out there that ain't really throwing that money around to help other people. You know, <laughs> not to go to my church within my religion. You know, yeah. Let's clarify yeah, here. Then ain't throwing that money around to help folks. So who can can? I just like to say that. Which Susie. Our one of our yeah, fans, yeah. Mm -hmm. she follows a page on Facebook called Preacher Sneakers. My my brother in law told me about this page. I love it. Yes. <laughs> love it. I followed it too, just from our sharing posts. Then it'll be like all these preachers like thousand dollar shoes on. Yeah, and you're like, well, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't give that to the needy people or anything. Which I will say one thing about our preacher, your father-in-law, I mean, he gets the suits at the thrift store. All of them. He drove, Every single one. He drove that store. old Buick until it wouldn't drive anymore. You <laughs> yeah. know? Appreciate that about him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, You'll not, you will not see uh, no. Brother Alan Rogley on Preacher Sneakers. No. Right. Or with a new suit, or like a brand new suit on. I don't know <laughs> that he's probably ever owned one. No, yeah. I mean, now he's got some suits that look new, Yeah, but they right. were secondhand. Yeah, no, he told me one I think he got handed down to him or something. Yeah, yeah. Somebody that passed away or mm -hmm. something, and it was practically new. And yeah, he Very was, frugal. Very. Very responsible with the Lord's yeah, money. Right. 
which is good for you. Maybe, you know, when he dies <laughs> off, you have huge coffers filled up. I don't know. I and don't then know. I can go give me some thousand dollars for sneakers. You'd be on preacher sneakers. <laughs> well, we, I'm not a preacher. Well, this podcast. I'd be on podcaster look, sneakers. <laughs> I've told you I've dabbled in starting a cult. <laughs> This podcast, when it takes off and we get millions of listeners and yeah. stuff, if you don't think, man, you are starting a church, you know? Well, okay, I got to be honest. I mean, tax-free? Last week, I watched Wild Wild Country, the, okay. the six-part documentary on Netflix I hadn't, about I the no Rajneeshi cult out oh, in Oregon. Okay. I got to be honest. Sounds dope, doesn't it? I, I kind of watched it, and I was making out a little outline. Okay, yeah. step one, do right. this. Step two, do this. I think this. if you could be the leader of a cult, it's really good. <laughs> if you're in a cult, it's not bad. You know, yeah. like, I, like I've said, you know, I could probably get into the cult life, but if I was a member, the first time the preacher was like, hey, God told me i got to sleep with your wife, I'd be like, well, I'm, <laughs> hey, we're out. You know, this is when I'm out. Because yes. they always pull that move, you know? <laughs> right. Which I wouldn't in our church, just to be on record. Well, that right would now. be like the one thing that kept us from being a cult yeah right well i mean i can't even get my wife to sleep with me i can't get a cult member to, let's just be honest here can't get my i can't get a cult member to sleep with me anyways. i was about to say if i could get my wife to join the cult then yeah my rule my rule would be like you know tara has to sleep with me yeah, right exactly <laughs> hey Deidre, god told me that you have to welcome me into the marital bed yeah. or something you know like, like he wrote that in the new testament but now he said it again yeah. no i had a vision <laughs> I had a vision while I was out getting the cult members to pick our fruits and vegetables that are growing in our garden under armed guard. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just saying, you don't think I'm not starting a church eventually, you know, you know, to be the Earth Oddity Church? I was about to say, what's going to be the name of your cult? I think, well, I mean, I think Earth Oddity is solid. We want to keep brand yeah. on brand. Oddity you know? Central. Oh, yeah. Oddity Church. You know, come one, come all to Oddity Church. Church of the Weird. Yeah. It right. sounds a little better than Cult of the Weird. Yeah, true. Yeah, we want to you want to stick to church, you know. Yeah. It's, chances are, once we get hugely popular, people are not going to go back and listen to all this. So they'll already be joined up. We're auto-drafting yeah. ties out of their account, you know. Well, you know, oh, what's the Scientology dude? Tom Cruise? <laughs> no, no, no. The guy that started it. Oh, L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, yeah. he's on record say, before he started Scientology saying that that's how you make the real money is you start a religion. Yeah, okay. But people still. They love it. They're, they're, they're still sending in money. Right. So, And, oh, if we just get in with a couple of Hollywood people, get them to join up with us. <laughs> yeah. You know, we could pay them. You know, I mean, like once we get hugely popular, we'll have a little extra income. Yeah. You know, like, hey, Tom, here's Tom Cruise. Or, do, nah. you, do you know any celebrities? Not really. I, I don't, don't. I don't know one. I don't. I don't. I'm trying to think. I mean, I know a guy who played the NFL and went to high school with him. <laughs> like, like our one and only member is like old shebang, Rich Jones. <laughs> <laughs> we got Rich. <laughs> yeah, we got uh, Kevin and uh, Samantha. You, you know? know, I think I th Kevin's too smart. I don't think we could dupe him into our cult. No, but we could pay him to be like a spokesperson. Oh, for I see our what cult. you're saying. You yeah. know. Like, I don't think Morgan Freeman would join our cult either. Right. But I could pay Morgan Freeman to be like, join the Earth Oddity Church. If we had the money. If we had the money. If we had the money. Right. Yeah. So that's all we need is the money. Yeah, that's First true. you get the money, then you get the women. The Scarface. <laughs> right? The Scarface. I hadn't seen Scarface in a while. Uh so anyway, so all the listeners out there, just keep your eye out for Earth Oddity <laughs> Ministries. 
uh, <laughs> launching soon. Hey, we have like different campuses and stuff, like Church of the Highlands does. <laughs> I'm a little afraid right now. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, don't put me in a car alone. I'll have all kind of ideas. I feel like I could do it, you know. This is Earth Oddity. John, we got a mystery. Okay. <laughs> I need. Right. Thank uh, you for changing the subject. <laughs> I need uh what what what's your uh, private eye? Uh, no, Dragon booty. Dragon booty. Yeah. I need. I need Dragon Booty Pi to yeah. got a lot look of listeners, you know, who probably don't even know why I'm Dragon Booty. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I don't want to explain it to them either. <laughs> if you want to know, you got to write into the show. We well, got to listen to the episode. Yeah, you get right in. We'll tell you what episode it was. Then you yeah. got to go well, listen. Yeah, it's the one with Atlanta Braves great Chipper Jones that we interviewed. <laughs> anyway, okay, I need you to go to. Let me see here, Northern Germany. Okay, okay, I'm there. And you know what? This I'm going to need two minds on this. Okay, I'm sending Detective Pikachu with you. <laughs> Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. No, found out Thomas was playing Pokemon <laughs> Go last night. And it was like I had caught him watching porn. <laughs> you know? Like he had his little phone out. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, nothing. I was like, no, really, what are you doing? Nothing, Dad. It's like, let me see your phone. He's like, I don't, I don't really like close out of something. I was like, what'd you close out of? I just, I'm not doing anything, Dad. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you better tell me right now or I'm going to take your phone away and you're not going to have a phone. He's like, I'll play a Pokemon Go. And I was like, oh, son, you've disappointed me. <laughs> I was about to say, and where most parents would have been like, Phew. Yeah, John's right. like I would have been so like, much happier uh, if yeah. you would have been looking at. Can you do something dirty pictures? Normal, like a thirteen-year-old <laughs> kid, and be liking, you know, like perfect booty pictures on Instagram or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. like a normal teenage boy instead of playing Pokemon Go. Oh my, Charizard's about to level up. I'm like, shut up, buddy. It's like, like I was like, don't even talk to me about it. You disappointed me. I was like, we don't have nerds in this family. <laughs> we are an anti-nerd family. And, uh, yeah, so anyways, sorry, got a little off the rails there. But that's a true story happened. My son was very afraid that he's playing Pokemon Go. Because <laughs> you won't accept him as a nerd. He was like, man, come on, man. They're like women in bikinis all over the internet. You know, just be normal. You know? Whatever. Oh, man. Well, anyway, so John and Detective Pikachu, I'm sending you out. I want to take the Pink Panther. I want to take the Pink Panther with me. He's cool. All right. I don't even know what Detective Pikachu does. He solves crimes. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. Northern Germany. Northern Germany. Okay. The, uh, there was uh, a large monitoring station used to gather important scientific data, and the Baltic Sea has mysteriously vanished. Oh. The underwater observatory, which has been on the seafloor since December 2016, is managed by Geomar Hemholtz Center for Ocean Research Kill and Hemhoff Center Grishalt. On wow, that's a lot of words. I don't know what words. that means. I think you just ordered a dish. <laughs> What do you think, Detective Pikachu? <laughs> I don't. Please don't splice any audio into this. 
August 21st at 8.15 p.m. local time, transmissions from the station came to a sudden halt. Divers were dispatched to the site, only to find, much to their astonishment, that the entire structure was gone, save for a shredded transmission cable, according to a GeoMar statement. Oh, wow. Says that the observatory was in a restricted area off the northern coast of Germany. Uh, Boats, including fishing vessels, are not allowed in the area, the BBC reported. That somebody or a group of individuals removed the observatory remains the most plausible explanation. Yeah, I would check your local meth heads. (laughs) A lot of scrap iron right there. That's that's Detective Dragon Booty's expert opinion. We need to bring in all the meth heads for questioning. Uh, Other factors such as massive storm heavy currents or even marine animals were ruled out as a potential cause owing to the weight of the instrument well i've seen twenty thousand leagues (laughs) under the sea yeah you don't want those giant squids to get on you (laughs) says who or what removed the science station and why is a complete mystery german police were alerted to the incident and are now investigating according to geomar and like that's pretty much the end of the article uh this this station is completely gone and we have no idea why. We think it had to be a group of people. You know, we don't think like a, a shark or something yeah, swam like off swim, with it. I don't know. But we don't know. I mean, it's just gone. Where were the Russians? <laughs> I don't know. We blame everything on Russia now. So <laughs> as well they had a submarine, tied a tow rope to it, and pulled that bad boy off. If it's not the meth heads. So. You don't think a meth head will back up? you know 1983 chevy truck down the beach and put a chain around that thing (laughs) pull it right on out of the water you're wrong well how much did they get for it i mean how much would a science station well you break it apart sell the scrap metal right everybody knows this it's gonna be (laughs) thousands of dollars you can have a lot of meth for a long time gotcha yeah but that's really weird that it's just disappeared so what would uh what would detective dragon booty what would be your next course of action like how would you solve this crime would you start searching around at scrap yards or probably okay yeah you want to find one little piece of of the hull of it or whatever you know the, yeah. out, the shell of it and that and start tracing back from there that's what you got to do now i don't know what your nerd friend pikachu is going to do i was well, I'm fixing to ask you yeah. what do you think that your what does your partner say i have no idea <laughs> i don't know i know nothing of pokemon i'm quite proud of that fact <laughs> nothing yeah Shout out to my buddy John Myrick, who was in, he's a big Pokemon guy. I don't know anything about it. He plays Pokemon Go too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you do too. Yeah. I've actually, now I've played the old Pokemon, but I've never played Pokemon Go. Oh, for real? I played it on Game Boy. I'm glad I've been a, an influence on you then. Thank you. Turning the world one nerd at a time. Well, here's the thing. Pokemon Go requires you to go outside. True. And under the hot, hot sun. Yeah. And take pictures. And that's kind of what turned me off to the whole thing. Yeah, I could see that, too. Also, yeah. it kind of it kind of bothers me that some database somewhere knows where I'm at and where I'm taking pictures. Oh, they already all this got stuff. all that. I know stuff. that, but I don't want, like. I don't want Detective Pikachu to know what I'm sure. doing. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> you know, well, the CIA is using all. They're, they're like mapping the inside of buildings and stuff. Everybody, <laughs> yes. everybody knows that. Everybody okay, knows that. Yeah, and it's quite ingenious. Yeah, right. Oh, they got Google Maps for the outside, <laughs> and now we're getting all the inside because you're going, you know, in your closet in your basement and snatching up a whatever a <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> 
And the that's CIA now knows that you got that down there, and that's where you keep your stash of AK-47s. <laughs> yeah. That's just, I mean, that's those are the facts, guys. I'm not going to do your research for you, <laughs> but those are the facts, okay? Squirtle, you betrayed me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know what you do with a missing sea station. Yeah, I didn't even crazy. know there were like a underwater sea station. Well, here several years back, there was the bloop. Remember that? I have no no knowledge of it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> none. There was this huge noise that was captured at like one of these science stations, like okay. somewhere out in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, and some some people thought maybe it could have been like a quake or something. Yeah, but some scientists came back and they thought it had to come from some living creature but it was like ah. it was super loud it was recorded it traveled you know miles and miles and miles underwater and so it was probably gojira or something yeah. like that under well, the ocean it could have been uh the hollow earth people right? <laughs> it could have been i mean we all know they exist <laughs> yes. right now the hollow earth people they're nazis right well the nazis went down there and they may be some nazis in the hollow earth <laughs> but there's but been hollow their own earth people. people yeah right okay. yeah they've been down there for a long well, where time the re- where they the- just found a face in antarctica too by the way did you see that <laughs> uh, i didn't see that oh yeah now i don't know if it's actually a face but like the <laughs> the pictures of it look like a face okay like it was a prehistoric face or something huh. it, now it could just be some shadows from like a ice dune or whatever that's what the they want you to think of course it's what they want you to think <laughs> but that's that's where the hole to the earth is is down in antarctica everybody knows where do the reptilians figure into this um well reptilians are shapeshifters right are they yeah hillary clinton's one everybody knows that okay well yeah. I, f- I first learned about them on gi joe oh yeah right serpentor yes, was right. down there remember yes, yes yes but i don't think they live in the hollow earth they're in amongst us right now i thought they i thought it was dinosaurs they went down there to escape the the meteorite well there are dinosaurs down there <laughs> okay, okay okay yeah of course there's dinosaurs everybody knows brendan fraser found them yes right yes <laughs> but there's people down there too okay yeah and nazis and nazis and maybe admiral bird some of his crews down there too okay so. I love. I, I wish I knew enough about conspiracies to like really talk about them, but I, I know just enough to sound like I know a little bit Everything about it. Everything you've heard us say, this is why we're friends with Gabe. Exactly. <laughs> Gabe knows all about it. That's where I probably picked up most of this from. Yeah. Well, let's move on to a vegan here. Um, vegans, we love vegans. You know, I don't mm-hmm. agree with their lifestyle choices, but. That's fine. They can I'm eat fine whatever with them eating to. whatever they yeah. want to eat so long as they don't start force you to. Yeah, telling me that right. I can't eat hamburgers. Right. I love hamburgers. I do too. Yeah. I want to die of a massive coronary <laughs> heart attack <laughs> from just like cholesterol and everything else clogging up my arteries. Probably will happen if cancer doesn't give me. Cancer's huge in my family. So. If I need to drink wheat milk and all this yeah, other stuff right. like then I would you know what I'd rather just die happy. Yeah. Yeah, like spirulina <laughs> shots and, and stuff. Live yeah. miserable. Well, a vegan activist has shared footage of herself covered in blood after getting shot at through her car window by a farmer for rescuing 16 rabbits. Okay. Now, (laughs) depending on how you look at this, she could either be rescuing 16 rabbits or stealing 16 rabbits. I was just going to say she would be stealing rabbits, not saving them. Right, yes. Activist Mia, that's all we say, she goes by Mia. (laughs) Standard vegan name. (laughs) Spoke of the terrifying moment on social media 
telling her followers how the farmer was extremely aggressive and attacked the group she was with before police arrived. And the alleged assault occurred shortly after Mia, along with a group of activists, entered a rabbit farm in Spain and rescued 16 lives, they said. <laughs> Which <laughs> surprises in Spain. I yeah. didn't know they had citizenry was armed in Spain. I imagine everywhere in Europe's already been dearmed for the most That's part. That's an excellent point. But I, you know, I, I have no clues. I, mean, I guess they still Spain could be stuff. like America. You know, they could have guns on every <laughs> corner. I don't know. Sitting inside a car, looking visibly distressed, the activist described how she had been driving along in the car when all of a sudden the window exploded from a gunshot and glass went everywhere. Well, man was trying to... I'm not saying he should have shot this lady, but he's protecting his farm. Well, who among us haven't went and stole like a watermelon or something and gotten shot at by somebody? I mean, that's pretty common around here, all right? (laughs) Were you trying to rescue that watermelon? Yes, right. I don't even like watermelon, (laughs) but I'm always up... When I was growing up, I'd just find myself in adventures, you know? (laughs) Right. Nothing... What I would deem as adventures, what the law would deem as criminal activity. <laughs> and, you know, once maybe we got shot at with some bird shot, I think. Misadventures. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was fun. I mean, <laughs> um, with the video, Mia described the events of the day and said after the group had taken the rabbits from the property, the farmer strangled activists and smashed their heads in with metal poles. Daggum. Yeah. After, you now, picked, this you is, picked the wrong rabbit farmer. Say, this is Mia saying this, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, well, now after, maybe he did all that, <laughs> but let's remember that this is the, the activist speaking. After the police arrived and told the group to leave, Mia said the farmers chased them down the road, uh, well, it says motorway, at 200 kilometers per hour. That's 124 miles per hour. They have it figured out in here for me before following them down a side road. And then she wrote, they blocked us into a dead end and surrounded the car with five other farmers cars. They were banging on the windows, shouting and threatening us. We, what do you expect? <laughs> I mean, you just stole 16 <laughs> yeah, of the rabbits. You just took his livestock. We called the police who arrived after an hour. They defused the situation and escorted us to a safe place. We asked them to escort us home, but they refused and said we would be okay. Doesn't sound very (laughs) cop-like. They let us go, and 10 minutes later, back on the motorway, one of their cars pulled up alongside us and shot at us. The window exploded in my face, and there was a lot of blood from all of the glass. We are currently at the hospital and waiting to go to the police station to report the crime. Mia has since said she had to disable the comments on her Instagram post because of a high number of death wishes and threats. <laughs> first time on the Internet for this lady, I guess. You talk like you've never been on, on right. Instagram before. Yes, I get a death threat once a week. You know, <laughs> hey, just go and kill yourself. Yes. You know, whatever. And uh, however, Mail Online reports many were quick to condemn her actions, with some calling her a thief, among other things. The activist is resolute. She and her friends did the right thing, though, stating the most important thing is that the non-human animals are safe. She added that they are far from that hellhole now, and she doesn't want any of this to be about her as she's posting all this stuff on social media. <laughs> yes. Don't want it to be about me, though. Even though she's posting pictures of her bleeding and all yes. this other stuff. Yeah. Um, Gotcha. She questions how we can expect farmers to care for animals if this is how they treat humans, 
Uh, and Mia ended by saying, despite everything, I am happy that those 16 lives are free from harm. Rabbit farming is extremely popular in Spain. A report by the Publications Office of the European Union found rabbit farming is highly concentrated in three countries, which represent 83% of total EU population. Spain is the largest producer, with 48.5 million rabbits slaughtered in 2016 alone. France is 29 million, and Italy's got 24 million. So... Rabbit farming is a big deal over there. Apparently. Yeah. You ever had rabbit? I have. It's good. It's not bad. Yeah, it's good. You get no, it I mean, it, right. it's, it's not a little game. It's not a ribeye steak. No, but, no. You know, but, you know, I mean, it's, it's meat. It's not bad. Rabbit hunting is pretty fun. Yeah. I've been a couple of times. I'm not a hunter hunter, you know. I mean, I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm not one of those people that's like a, a personality trait that they hunt or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's all they talk about. But yeah, it, it's fun to just try to shoot. Yeah, but them. if somebody wants to go, I'll go. It gets yeah. me out of the house and gets me in the woods. I want you know? now, you know. I mean, I just got no desire to do it mm-hmm. anymore, really. But rabbit hunt's pretty fun, especially you can get a good set of dogs and you can kill a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But oh. yeah. Anyways, moral of the story: don't go stealing people's rabbits, and you won't get shot at. <laughs> right. I mean, let's just be honest here. And I tell you what, if you think what the human animals bad for rescuing rabbits you see yeah. what he does to a coyote yeah, <laughs> or some other animal that comes out there and tries to yeah. rescue his yeah. rabbits the old coyote <laughs> is not too kind to the rabbits the foxes either you know and hawks birds you know birds of prey too so yeah they nature's pretty mean just throwing that out there in case anybody didn't know animals kill each other all the time they do and I try to remind people when they're like, I got my fur babies and they love me. I'm like, hey, if you were to die in this house for like a week. They'll eat you. Yeah, they'll eat you. They don't care. They don't <laughs> yeah. care about you at all. You know? <laughs> well, let's talk about another vegan. There's a, a vegan woman who is suing her neighbors. You want to take a guess why? They have a rabbit farm. <laughs> no. Oh. They're doing something terrible. I'm not John. a very good detective, by the way. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> they are barbecuing in their backyard. Oh, okay. They're deliberately barbecuing wow. in their backyard. How dare they? <laughs> a vegan woman has filed a suit against her neighbors in the Australian Supreme Court after complaining about the smell of meat and fish emanating from their barbecues. Oh. Now, fish, I understand. <laughs> but yeah. if you're outdoors, it's yeah, not right. bad. So, know? yeah. I don't mind a little fish on a grill. Uh, Celia Cardin took her case to the Supreme Court of Western Australia, citing her neighbors barbecuing, smoking, and children playing basketball, among oh, other complaints. How dare they? Reported Australia's nine. How dare they? There, she would literally die in some of the, <laughs> in some neighborhoods in Alabama. Yeah. Kids playing basketball and barbecuing outside happens every single day. Every day. I mean, she would she would go into a coma. It says that uh, Cardin accused her neighbors of intentionally setting up these nuisances. It's deliberate, she told Nine. Oh, they're harassing her with her. Yeah, all I can smell is fish, and I can't enjoy my backyard. A lower court threw out the case in February. What they are doing is living in their backyard and their family, wait, in their home as a family, said the State Administrative Tribunal of Western Australia, according to the Evening Standard in the United Kingdom. The Supreme Court also rejected her claims in July, dismissing the case. Cardin had filed nearly 600 pages of documents in her appeal of the case. So she's not letting it go. Right. 
Well, in excess of anything that might be thought to be proportionate to the issues, said Supreme Court Chief Justice Peter Quanlan to the West Australian. Just let's just want to point out that this went to the Supreme Court. <laughs> it did. Okay. <laughs> to the Supreme Court. Like She's, there's nothing better for the Supreme Court to be doing in Australia. She says, I'm a good person. I just want peace and quiet. She okay. told the West Australian, telling them that she intends to continue this legal fight. Oh, goodness. She's the worst type of person. You know? <laughs> I know. Like, hey, you this made a why, complaint, you hey, lost, and now you can't let it go? This is why nobody likes vegans. You know? <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you still are rabbits. Yeah. And you take us to court for playing basketball and barbecuing in, in barbecue our backyard. In our backyard. This is the reason nobody likes you, vegans. I would like to know. I mean, and, and I'm sure the article doesn't stay. You've probably read all of it anyways. Yeah, like, that's all. Did she go over and knock on the door and go, hey, guys, um, you know, I like to be outside. I, I'm not down with meat eating and all that. Yeah. And your kids are bouncing a ball all the time. And I want to sit out there some. Can Maybe we can work out some arrangements. You know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and, and Saturday, you can have it. I get Tuesdays and Thursdays or whatever. You right. Know? And let's just come to some type, type of solution here. I even that's kind of aggravating. I mean, yeah, but still. It's better, I, than, it's better, than, it's better than going to court. Yes, yeah, I agree. Right. But if I lived in Australia, I'd be like, hey, lady, let me buy your house. And then people barbecuing all the time. You know, my kid's got somebody to play with. It sounds like a dream spot to live in. You yeah, know? yeah. She must have a really nice backyard if she wants to be out there all the time. Yeah. So um, I'd be like, hey, buddy, you mind if I bring some steaks over? You know, how come these vegans, how come they never try to convince, I don't know, tigers that eating meat is wrong? <laughs> well, see, you know, tiny. Yeah, and you would also agree that we are not the same as animals, right? I, well, no, I would think so. Yeah, right. We are probably at a higher level than animals. I've never listened and, to an animal's podcast. No. Now, I would give it a shot. Mr. Ed would have a killer one. That's a dated joke. <laughs> I've listened to whales sing. Not impressed. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. No. They ain't put out any hits like Michael Jackson <laughs> no. did. They know? don't hold a candle to Beyonce. Right. No. <laughs> no. But, uh... So and and I have vegan friends and most of them are really pretty cool about it. They're not it. trying to yeah they're not call you a murderer. No, uh, <laughs> and I you know I can say man I, I I'm happy they're doing their thing you know right. and maybe one day I'll come to the realization that I don't want to eat meat anymore and I'll join right up in with them and eat what I want to without bothering anybody. And then you'll be taking me to court because of <laughs> all these barbecues I'm having. I think the large majority of vegans are probably pretty cool people. Right. You know. Probably like my friends who are just like, hey, man, I don't think it's cool that you eat that. But every group has their But there's their all nuts. Yeah, and <laughs> there's always going to be some that are going to file a lawsuit. And I think they think that we have progressed, humans have progressed to a point to where we don't necessarily need to eat animals. Right. Um, to treat them cruelly by, you know, putting a bullet in their head and slaughtering it and, you know, grilling their meat and all that. And that's certainly fine. To which I would say humans haven't progressed to that point. Yeah. Because there's a lot of us still doing it. We still love <laughs> it. It's just it. so tasty. And we love you know? it. Just so tasty. I don't know that I need to eat steak, <laughs> right. but I sure want to eat steak, <laughs> yes. you know? And I, I did have a conversation with a girl. She worked with me one time. I love her. And I was like, well, you know, the Bible tells us that it's cool to eat all this stuff, you know, because mm -hmm. she was like, well, God put us here to take care of the earth and everything. Cause she knew it's a Christian. Right. And the Bible told us 
that I was. Well, you can take care of the earth this. and still yeah. eat the occasional hamburger. Well, her counter argument to that, which I thought was pretty good, was, well, the Bible doesn't say you have to eat all that either. Well, that's know? true. And I'm like, well, that's probably pretty good. That's a pretty good thing. I'm still going to eat a ham sandwich for lunch. Well, I would you know? come back with, but it says we can. Yeah, right. It says <laughs> it's okay. It right. says it's okay. It says okay. But you don't have to. Right. But you can. Right. Yeah. But you don't have to. Right. But you can. But, uh, I don't, you know, if, if you file, if my neighbor filed a lawsuit to me on for barbecuing, which that would never happen in Alabama. <laughs> no. You throw some meat on a grill and this, as close as my house is to somebody else's, they're going to be looking over the fence going, Hey, what y'all got going on over there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What you got on the grill? Can I bring something over? I, and, I come we home all, last weekend and it smelled like somebody was grilling out. It makes me hungry. Yeah. It was a delightful. You yeah, know? me too. Grilled asparagus, if you're a vegan, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. You know, I throw it on there with some steaks. Pretty good. Just yeah, saying. yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, let's move on to another food story here. Let's do it. This is my last story of the day. It comes to us out of Delaware County, Ohio. And the headline reads, seven Ohio teens charged after bodily fluids are allegedly put in a teacher's food. Oh, no. Yeah. Now, you can imagine what it is. And the story goes on to detail it. <laughs> um, now, can we just guess that uh, it was not urine? Definitely not urine. And it wasn't sweat. Wasn't sweat. And it wasn't, uh, <laughs> like, number two. Blood. Wasn't it wasn't blood. blood. Nope. Seven middle school students from Ohio will face a judge. I bet you they all play Pokemon Go. Uh, in juvenile court following a May incident in which five teachers were allegedly served food that contained bodily fluids. Oh, uh, no. no, no. Prosecutors in Delaware County, Ohio, filed charges Thursday against seven students from Olatangi Hyatt's Middle School. And in May... The students, all 14-year-old boys, same age as Thomas, <laughs> concocted a plan to serve food tainted with their bodily fluids to their teachers, according to prosecutors. Uh. Four teachers ate food served during a class cooking contest that was allegedly contaminated with urine. All right, there you go. Another teacher allegedly ate food contaminated with semen. Uh. Oh, my goodness. Detective Dragon Booty wants to know how she knows what it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> Just curious. Well, did they not? Did they not do like some test? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna say maybe she's like. I taste a hint of semen in this brownie. You know, I don't know. A little saltier than it's supposed to be. <laughs> This icing tastes funny. Multiple uh, uh, students are charged in relation to each incident. Prosecutors said one of the teenagers who was charged with felony assault brought a plastic bag with his semen to school and dropped the substance on a crepe that was fed to a teacher. What is wrong with these kids? I mean, can't you just whip one out on the spot? Fresh. You know? Well, no. You got to store it in a bag. <laughs> well, I don't think... I don't a 14-year-old John could... <laughs> I said some land speed records. I'll just say that much. Oh, okay? this is horrible. Uh, <laughs> is this a social media challenge? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. According, Something tells me 4chan's behind this. According to the charges, the students planned the alleged assault days prior with other classmates. That's why you, you can't tell everybody about this stuff. <laughs> well, I imagine that conversation. Yeah. Like, who started that? Like, hey, you know, hey, guys, guys, let's all get together 
here's what we're going to do. And it's not weird. This is, but this is what we're going to do. Another student is charged with assault after prosecutors say he participated in the planning and brought his own semen to school, but did not put it on the crate. So he just, he chickened out. He yeah. was like, okay, this is just, yeah, I guess it's so. all downhill from here. Right. I'm, I'm only 14. I can't, I can't, you know. <laughs> Uh, uh, one another student is charged uh, with assault, uh, but he didn't participate. And then a third student is charged with assault after allegedly planning to pour urine into barbecue sauce and put it on food that was served to teachers. I draw the line at messing with barbecue <laughs> sauce. Number one condiment, by the way. Uh, Four other students were charged with complicity to assault in relation to the incidents. We thank law enforcement for their due diligence, uh, said the Olatangi schools in a statement. Our teachers deserve respect and kindness, and anything less than that is completely unacceptable. Each teenager charged will face a judge in Delaware County Juvenile Court over the next three weeks, and an attorney representing four of the students referred to the incident as a prank. Of course, that's what their attorney's going to say. Just <laughs> yes. a harmless, innocent prank. Just a couple of teenagers bringing their stuff to school in a Ziploc bag. It's just harmless stuff. I would um, tell that defense attorney, well, hey, you know what? Let's say you eat one of those brownies or the, have some yeah. of that barbecue sauce. The attorney goes on to say, this is an example of how easily influenced kids are by what they see on YouTube and social media. What? They are learning an extremely hard lesson. We feel horrible for these teachers. So, what YouTube channel told them to do this? I, I won't names. I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> they need to be canceled. He said he could not comment on whether the teenagers have been disciplined by the district or whether any of them are still enrolled at the middle school. So I think that they should have to eat some of their own culinary creations. Maybe so. That's, and that's just a start. Yeah, just a... Hey, you know what? What's you're good gonna, for the goose is good for the gander. You're going to eat this whole bottle of barbecue sauce. <laughs> so I hope you're hungry. Do you like crepes, sir? <laughs> yeah. They're really, really thin pancakes. That's right. And you're going to eat a bunch of them. Well, you know, I participated in some pranks in my days, but never anything like this. <laughs> I was about to say, when I was in high school, our pranks were like TPing yards. Right, yeah. You know, maybe the egg occasional in somebody's egg house. in someone's house. Even yeah. though, although I personally stuck away from that because I was told horror stories about how it completely ruins the paint job. I heard that too. Like you might as well be dumping acid on someone's car if you throw eggs at it. There's a few houses in Fayette County I could go back and check today <laughs> and see if it actually did. I don't know. I don't For know. science, I think yeah. we should follow up right. on that. Yeah, for science. <laughs> I once got hit right here. In, in the crook of my elbow with an egg one time a guy threw it at me his name yeah. is patrick styles i'm sure he doesn't listen patrick styles played division one football he's a linebacker is also a pitcher Did it not break uh it broke and it had an outline of the shells <laughs> like where it went in my arm right there like <laughs> shrapnel all right god it killed me and man. then you came down with salmonella never got salmonella well, never even attempted to get any shells out <laughs> or anything like that. They may still be in there, may have dissolved into my bloodstream. I yeah. don't know. I may be like chicken man. I don't know. I have like chicken superpowers <laughs> that I don't know about. I have like useless superpowers. Like a you rooster, know? you know? I like get up early and yell real loud. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so eggs, you could throw an egg pretty hard. Just you can. Yeah. yeah. And from over some distance. Of course, now Patrick had about a 92, 93 mile per hour fastball, I think. So. And he rocked and fired it. 
but way better than these. Yeah, you don't go jerking off on somebody's grapes, okay? Unless they ask you to, <laughs> right? Unless yeah. this, this is this, this is, is the officially designated spot of the dark web where <laughs> right. this kind of thing is okay. Yes, you can find a guy to give you a castration, <laughs> find another guy to <laughs> on your grapes. You know, that's just the way it goes. Oh, Cranking it out on grapes. That's just the way it goes. You know? Oh man. Anyways, that might be over the line. I don't know if, if colloquialisms for masturbation are allowed on this podcast. I have several, by the way. John, have you ever stole anything? Uh, yes, I have. What's the biggest thing you've ever stolen? Oh, like biggest as in like dollar amount? Like size-wise. Size-wise. Um, it's hard to steal big things. I stole a big sign from a Boy Scout camp one time. And I mean, I took it from one, like a rival Boy Scout camp back to our Boy Scout. That uh-huh. thing was probably like six by six sign. Like a, like plywood or? Yeah, I think it's plywood. Okay. okay. Yeah. Pl- either plywood or plastic. That's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. This is, that's a good Eagle Scout for you right there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, because, you know, scouts are trustworthy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and delinquent. <laughs> so, this dude stole a 20-foot-long roller coaster okay. from Fairgrounds in Ohio. A 20-foot-long roller coaster. <laughs> yes. Okay. This comes from Union County, Ohio. Authorities in Union County, Ohio, are looking for the person or people who stole a roller coaster from the fairgrounds. A All roller right. coaster, John. According to a press release posted to the Union County Sheriff's Office Facebook page on August 28th, a Go Gator Carnival coaster was reportedly stolen from the fairgrounds in Maryville. A Go Gator one. Go Gator. The (laughs) roller coaster was on a purple and green trailer and has alligator-designed train cars, which are about 20 feet total in length. The Sheriff's Office said that the trailer had a rear license plate, 22-1246A, registered in Maine. Be on the lookout. Authorities are looking for help in identifying a white pickup truck, a white Dodge Ram 2500 or larger model with a flatbed that has no visible front plate and was reportedly pulling the stolen trailer. <laughs> so this is a carnival ride. Yeah, some kid is getting an excellent birthday oh, you this year. Know it. You know it. Here's a, here's a picture. Oh, of the go gate. Oh, that's him leaving with it. Yeah. 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 He's got a three-quarter ton truck out there. I got you. They are eastbound and down. Oh, yes. Loaded up and trucking. Uh, I mean, out of all the things to steal, that's pretty awesome. You know? That's pretty excellent, I would say. Yeah. He's going to have a have him a nice little backyard party with that. That's pretty amazing, you know? I know. But you see, like, a carnival every once in a while, like, rolling through. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's all just, like, hooked up to trucks, just like that. Well, this uh, dude took his truck. He just backed up. Yep, probably acting like he knew what he was doing. No, I'm here, guys. No, Bob sent me down. No, it's good. I'm He's good. got, you know, the cigarettes hanging out of uh-huh. his mouth. Right. He, yeah. he took off his shirt because he wanted oh, to yeah. blend in. A couple you know? of bad tattoos, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He just hooks it right up and just takes off. Yeah. And nobody even thinks anything about no, it. Yeah, he probably rolled up. He's like, yeah, no, I'm here to get the uh, the Go Gator. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Bob sent me down from the office. We got to do a little work on it. Uh, yeah, the old uh, tractor part that's on it, we're going to replace that with another tractor part. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to back on right on in here and get it. And uh, yeah, Bob, he's supposed to call down here here in just a second let you know. We should yeah. have it back. Yeah, oh yeah. Probably two days. Probably, <laughs> probably a couple of days we'll get it back right on here. And he's like, pull right on out with it. <laughs> 
Because imagine like security at a carnival, like at a fair, probably not that great. The ones I've been to have not been that great. Well, I was going, I was going to say usually the security at at fairgrounds are just you know police officers they yeah. hire, but your everyday beat cop he doesn't know that you don't work that, for the that fair. You don't work for the right. fair, yeah. yeah. And all you got to do is trick like some methed out carny into thinking you know what you're doing. You could probably give him twenty bucks <laughs> and he just look the other Excuse way. Me. You know, true, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey man, here here's take us twenty. <laughs> yeah, like this ain't yours. You don't care about this. You ain't got no money invested in the go gator. <laughs> right. You know? Let me get it. I'm a huge Florida fan. You know, I want to have this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we beat Miami last week. I'm on a high now. I want to go Gator from my backyard. You know? Yeah. We're going to play Georgia at the, in a few weeks, and I want to be able to watch this. And the world's outdoor, largest outdoor cocktail party, which you can't call it that anymore, by the way, you know? This purple and green trailer is fixing to be orange and blue. <laughs> That's right. Yes. You'll have it all painted up. Hey, kids, come ride the Go Gator. Have it parked out beside the swamp, Ben Hill Griffin Stadium or whatever. And yep. That'd be awesome. You know, you can make so much money. You got like if a we picture could, of T- Tim Tebow. <laughs> right. Yes. Like hanging up on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got a Tim Tebow shrine. Yeah. <laughs> We want to thank our sponsor, World Famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. Right there on the website, you could order their spice and the Cajun Curl Cutter for potatoes, all on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana. It's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. The Spiral Potato Cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to make your teacher's day, <laughs> and you're going to make her some crepes, the number one thing you need to put on it, Cajun Curl Spice. And your teacher's going to love you, probably give you A's. So if you're a student or a parent of a student, go ahead, go to CajunCurl.com and get you a can of Cajun Curl Spice. And you can also whip up your own homemade potato chips, put the Cajun Curl Spice on them, and it will change your life. On CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the Bayou Blended Spice and the Chip Cutter, but you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowels on Skyland, Mark's Mart in Northport, Pig Do Wiggly in Northport, and the original South's Finest Meats over on Greensboro and Tent. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. Also, the Cajun Curl Spice itself, at no point were middle schoolers involved in yeah, this it, creation. No, no, none <laughs> at all. It's a dry spice, by the way. It's a very dry spice. Not going to clump up on you. It's all natural. It's low salt. It has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, not the heat. CajunCurl.com. 
Check them out and use the promo code EOP10, that's E-O-P and the number 10, to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you pay full price. That's beautiful. All right. We uh, we have some new reviews. Okay. And we thank you so much for sending those in. Keep them coming. Yeah. But also, something even more exciting. We got a letter this week. Oh, yeah. We did. Wow. This letter comes like from- Like an email? Yeah. Okay. I was thinking somebody like hand wrote us a letter. No, no. This is that would be awesome. Hand write us a letter, somebody. That'd be great. I would like to get one from Sadie just to see the stamp on it. Well, anyway, uh, this uh, email. I bet it's got the queen on there. I bet <laughs> you all their stamps do. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, this was uh, titled New Zealand Supporter. Okay. Just heard you mention New Zealand in your archived podcast. And as a native Kiwi living in Auckland, I was stoked. Love your podcast. It really does make me laugh out loud. I listen every day at work. It's like a bomb in a hurting dark world. Thank you and keep it flowing. Your new friend, Jason. Jason. Thank you so much, Jason in Auckland, for oh, yeah. sending in your email. We we're, appreciate it. It's well documented on this podcast. We're the number <laughs> one podcast in New Zealand. Yes, tell all your Kiwi friends. Yeah, and tell all your Aucklandians. <laughs> yeah. Is that, I wonder how you, is it Aucklanders? Aucklandians? Tell them about these two. What 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 do people in other parts of the world call Americans? Yankees. Is it really Yankees? Yeah, we're, that's a big. That's well, a I've big. heard them call us Yanks, but yeah. I know down here in the southeast we think of that yeah, you as, as more of yeah. a north uh, you don't northeastern want to be called part. Us Yankees. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would think rednecks. Yeah, probably. rednecks. That's universal, call, right? You can call us rednecks. Yeah, that's yeah. universal. Yeah, yeah, we're too. We're just two rednecks sitting in a closet talking into microphones. Nothing weird about that at all. <laughs> nope. Nope. But thank you, Jason, for emailing us, man. That's really awesome, and I appreciate that. It makes me happy to know that we can help make you happy. Yeah, because sometimes sitting behind this mic is a lot of fun, but sometimes you do kind of feel like you're just shouting into a void. Yeah, right. And, Especially know. when our lazy listeners won't send us any emails. <laughs> Or leave us any reviews, or well, we've got some call re- the show, or whatever, you know. And well, won't do any of that. So you think we're going to be able to start a cult? If right. We can't even get you to yes. To well, look call as number. as the cult leader here, co-leader. Okay. Well, hold on, what are co-leader. we going to call you? What are we going to call you? Uh, I don't think Grand Wizard works. That's out. All right, that's canceled. Got to cancel that one. Okay. Um, I'm just Supreme Leader. <laughs> the divine. Well, Ooh. when I was watching, I don't want to blaspheme here. When I was watching the uh, Wild Wild Country, the guy he was called Bogwan. Okay, but <laughs> what about John the Baptist? That's not taken, John, is it? John, John, That's not taken. John is the it? Southern Baptist. John the Southern Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm baptizing people in barbecue sauce. Right. <laughs> right. rolls. Well, let's all listen up because the great yeah, Southern as Baptist your leader, speaks. As your leader, you need to leave us a review. <laughs> Email us or call the show, okay? Or you're going to have to do an extra turn out in the field getting the food ready for all of us, okay? And you don't want that, all right? Just saying. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's just want to tell everybody that. Yeah. All right. The master has spoken. <laughs> the grandmaster. You've got your marching orders. Now go obey. <laughs> I think John the Baptist has got a nice ring to it. Yeah. Yeah. I should make that my Twitter handle. JTB. JTB. That's pretty good. I can't make it my Twitter handle now that I've said it because everybody will be able to find me. That's true. Yeah. 
You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, we're on them all. Mm-hmm. If you would like to email into the show, you can get us. We are earthoddity at planetmail.net. Jason did. He's cool. <laughs> if you would like to tweet at us, you can tweet at us. We are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. I'm not. <laughs> John's not. I'm not tweeting at you. That's all I'm saying. But I'll tell him what you said. Okay. And if you would like to look at some pictures that we post every now and again, you can yep. look at those. We are underscore earth oddity on Instagram. Yep. And if all of that fails, we have a phone number you can call, too. What's that phone number, JTV? <laughs> 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. Call now. All the cool kids are doing it <laughs> yeah. all the time. So call us and let us know what's up. Drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the French Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. No Pikachus were harmed in the recording of this episode. It didn't come to that. Thanks for listening.